0: Alright guys and gals, welcome to another week of the Football Lab Podcast. As usual, I am here with Corey, joined as always by Jared. Frank may or may not be here, we are not sure. Uh, So I'm back from vacation, Jared is officially married, um, and we had college football this weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I did pull a dangerous move, uh, getting married on a day when (laughs) Georgia and Arkansas played, which potentially I guess could have made it worse, <laughs> but it all, it all turned out for the best.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty sweet wedding present that Kirby smart. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. What a guy,
0: what <laughs> a guy. Uh, so naturally because of the 2021 season, there's more chaos this weekend. Uh, nine ranked teams lost, uh, which is it, incredible. Um, there's been 34 total losses by ranked teams so far this season. That is the most since the AP poll was invented in 1936.
1: That That's mind-boggling. And I don't know why, but I do feel like 2007... Is it just me, or does, does 2007 still seem more chaotic because of what well, happened at the top?
0: It's, it happened very late in the season, and the random teams that made their way to, like, one and two, like, USF was in the top five, Kansas was number two, I mean, it was just, yeah. That's what made 2007 such a wild season. This year, you're probably going to see the same two teams at one and two for the entirety of the year. Um, but just the sheer number, like, it's just the top 25 today versus the preseason top 25. I mean, it's completely. It, I mean, Wake Forest is undefeated, Michigan <laughs> State's undefeated. Uh, Texas Tech is like four and one. Oregon State's like four and one. I mean, it's just. It, Te- it,
1: Texas it's Tech is. Texas Tech is four and one after getting a, a seventy bomb dropped on them by Texas. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's
0: just it's wild this year. Like the records, I mean it's just it, it's crazy. I love it. it. I love every second. Yeah, of that. it That's is exactly what I wanted.
1: It's awesome, um, and we'll get into it here in a minute. But I mean, okay, yeah. So the prime example of this chaos that we're speaking of for this podcast in perpetuity, Oregon had a 99% chance of victory with a minute and 35 left and lost that game. <laughs> like yeah, that's... I mean,
0: we both didn't watch a whole lot of football this weekend. Obviously, we were both pretty busy. Um...
1: I did watch highlights. Uh, I went back and watched as many highlights as I could. Is And this was, this was wild, this Oregon game, to lose number three, lose to an unranked Stanford, a bad Stanford team at that.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've lost to UCLA. Who else did they lose to? They lost to somebody. Oh, uh, Kansas State. that's Kansas State. Um, yeah, I mean, Stanford always gives Oregon trouble, and then Kansas State always gives Oklahoma trouble. I mean, it's just one of those games. Yeah. Like Mississippi State. Mississippi State always gives LSU trouble back when LSU was actually good and not what we are now. But every year we struggle with Mississippi State. It's just there's always that one school for whatever reason may not be your biggest rival, but they've always seemed like they've got, you know, they can just trip you up at any time.
1: Yep, and we're going to find out about that this weekend because it's always playing like South Carolina and Auburn. Doesn't yep. matter what kind of year they're having. We either stomp them or they beat it. Wait, it just something crazy happens. Now, Auburn's way more competitive than South Carolina's been, but. I don't know, man. Skill, I still man. don't think Auburn's that good.
0: Um, no. We'll get to LSU Auburn in a little bit. Yeah, we'll but, get to that. But uh, you know, the biggest news story of the weekend, honestly, uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, <laughs> Man, if you seen the videos. Uh, Urban Meyer was feeling himself. Uh, so they played Thursday night. He didn't fly back with the team. He stayed in Ohio because he's got apparently he has a restaurant. In Ohio. I didn't know that. Um, and then I guess it was what Sunday morning or Saturday morning. Some videos come out of him and a blonde woman who is not his wife uh, getting very uh, close on the dance floor.
1: Yeah, and there's some pretty unsavory photos that go along with it. But the person that posted it made a uh, Twitter account, posted the video, deleted the Twitter account.
0: So (laughs) Here's my question. Do you think that still happens if he's the head coach at Ohio State? You think he still gets out there?
1: Do I still think he ends up going to that? You think modern? like you
0: think like somebody? No, no, no. Like, do you think like that hits the media? if It's not. Oh,
1: that that is a good question. Probably not. I mean, you got to think there's somebody that would do it just to be a. Oh, know, for anything, sure. Just to I be like, you are
0: going to be randomly hanging out Columbus, Ohio, at Urban Meyer's restaurant.
1: I mean, that's fair. It's just, I mean, that is a grown man. L- that has been doing this for years. Like, what are you thinking?
0: They just laughs the judgment. Wait, have you seen the interview they did at his house? I don't know if you've talked about this or not. Did you see the coffee table in their living room? Uh-uh. It is inch to inch covered in uh, picture frames. Like, there's not a single spot for anything else other than picture frames on this coffee table. So, you know his wife's just crazy. If that's their coffee table, she's she's insane. <laughs> yeah.
1: So he's probably getting ripped a new one right now.
0: I mean, so the interesting thing about it is the players are having a field day with this, from what we can tell. Uh, yeah. Especially I mean, when you're having as bad of a year as the Jaguars are, anything helps. Um, but apparently he's just completely lost the locker room. He did come out today and say he's not going to resign. Um, Nick Saban also wasn't going to be the head coach of Alabama. I mean, coaches lie all the time. So yeah, it'd mean, be a we've actually
1: government. heard this exact same thing from Urban multiple times to where he says, I'm not leaving, I'm not retiring, I'm not." and then literally the next day. Well, I mean, he always had the
0: compliment, I mean, the easy out of just saying health problems, which, you know, how true that is or not, no one really
1: knows, but... I mean, maybe he's got something that he could kind of exploit, like it shows up as legit, but... Yeah,
0: and, you know... So, if, I, he does, if he does leave, what do you think happens? Do you think he goes back to college? Do you think he just retires forever?
1: Well, I, I read an article today, and apparently a couple of journalists went and polled, like, every AD at every major college, like, every, like, major program, like, top 25 program, like, five best uh, FCS schools, and... Pretty much, they came up with like a sixty-five percent rate of people. If they needed a coach today, would not hire Urban Meyer.
0: LSU you can't touch him.
1: Why can't? Why they can't? We play? got enough
0: scandals going on. The oh. last thing we need is Urban Meyer showing up. <laughs> it's
1: the same reason we want to hire
0: Hugh Freeze.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it would be ironically bad if y'all did hire him. Just, I mean, it would be what's going on. It would
0: be Scott Woodward literally just saying, "I don't care what anybody thinks. We're here to win football games." Yeah. Which is a bold strategy in 2021. Uh, you can get away with it in like 1995, <laughs> um, but not yeah. these days. Uh, you know where you should go, UConn.
1: <laughs> Dude, just start, the start over. To Dude, just
0: them. get some goodwill by bringing UConn back to Providence. Clean his image and their image at the same time. Boom.
1: I mean, he, he would, would back surely, back. he would surely get some top. Recruiting. They would get in the
0: conference immediately.
1: I mean. More or less, yeah. But they are... I mean, do you think if he went to Vanderbilt he could do the same thing? Uh,
0: not, I mean, I think he will be as successful as James Franklin was, but I don't think he'll turn them into a perennial SEC contender. The problem with Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt just refuses to put money into their program. They just take these checks from the SEC and they don't do anything with
1: them. Well, they're or doing they, something because they they're, they're like a bunch of nerds. I mean, they're loaded. They're just like not putting it back into the program. They could have one of the they could have a much better program than what they're filling. They're a
0: really good baseball school.
1: They're a yeah. really good
0: baseball school.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of money up at Vanderbilt and so I and especially with the way Tennessee has gone recently, that would have been the moment. I mean, Tennessee is
0: still not out of the woods yet, I mean, yeah, I know, but
1: it's obvious that Vanderbilt's not going to do that. They're just content with being consistently the worst team in the SEC year in and year out.
0: I guess so. I mean, more power to them. They bring up the GPA. That's what we all really need. Anyways.
1: <laughs> Fist bump, Bandy. Uh, they're probably yeah. running everybody's money. That's why we're expanding the conference. Vanderbilt's running it.
0: <laughs> uh, Vanderbilt's the brain fund the operation.
1: <laughs> we keep Vanderbilt in and giving them fat checks because they're the brain trust.
0: Yep. Hey, nerds, <laughs> do your magic.
1: Uh, all right. Maybe. Um...
0: So we talked about this in a text the other day, but I wanted to bring it up to uh, I want to bring it up on the podcast. Okay. So hypothetical playoff scenario: these are the teams at the end of the season. You got thirteen and zero SEC champion Georgia, twelve and one Penn State who lost the regular season game to Iowa by thirteen and zero AA American champion Cincinnati, twelve and one Bama that loses the SEC championship game by ten points. Twelve and one Iowa that loses the Big Ten championship game by one point to Penn State, thirteen and zero ACC champ Wake Forest, and a twelve and one Big Twelve champ Texas. So UGA obviously gets in.
1: Yeah, so UGA would be one in that scenario. <laughs> Penn um, State's probably number two. Uh, well, with a loss, you don't think Cincy would move into two?
0: No, because it doesn't matter who gets in at two or three. It's yeah,
1: gonna be. But- because, I mean, that, I mean
0: they're going to play each other regardless of what the ranking is. So, yeah. yeah, okay, put Cincinnati in at three.
1: Okay, so well, who would who would be two then? Or what put Cincinnati
0: be... in at two and Penn State in at three. Because okay. Because Cincinnati's
1: undefeated. So we're going to have undefeated Wake Forest miss out. Because it's got to be Bama or Iowa for that number four spot. So the, the
0: thing that's a kicker to me is, and uh, not necessarily if, if Bama loses by ten. But if they lose by double digits, and it's like, you know, if Georgia goes out there and wins 24-10, to I mean, yeah, Bama's probably one of the four best teams, but is it the four best teams or the four most deserving teams? It's a double-digit loss.
1: Oh, I, I would have to heavily bank just on the product that Bama consistently puts out year in and year out. And the fact that, okay, so say Georgia does beat them by 14 points. I still feel like the committee puts Bama in.
0: You don't think the committee suffers from Bama fatigue if they can find a way to not put them in and get a team like Iowa who's never been in or a Wake Forest who's never been in? Or even a Texas, which is a much bigger market. You know, Texas is an early season loss. Yeah, they got blown out, but it's an early season loss. They fixed things.
1: Well, Well, hopefully, hopefully, you would think that the committee is not necessarily looking at get letting a team come in based on their market value, even though they have voted exactly like that in the past. I mean, they have. At the end of the
0: day, they're there to make money, right?
1: Yeah, they are, and that's like last year. Ohio State got in over somebody who actually had the tiebreaker. Was it Northwestern? I don't know. It was somebody remember. like that, but they gave it.
0: Well, they can't. No, they canceled the championship game.
1: Yeah, and then just gave it to Ohio State. State.
0: Because Ohio State had a better win percentage or something
1: like that. Yeah, and they have the bigger market. Because they played less games, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um,
0: I mean, you can make it it easily a case for the other three teams as well as Bama. Um, It's an interesting scenario. Should we find ourselves in this scenario? Um, Uh, The likeliness of it, probably not great. I don't really see Wake Forest running the table. I don't really see Texas running the table.
1: If Texas beats Oklahoma this weekend, which I think Texas is actually kind of set up to do. i pick Texas. i pick I'd Texas pick as well. Texas just seems to be like what Arkansas was to Texas. Texas seems to be yeah. there for Oklahoma. I, like It's just not I, a good matchup. have
0: to show up, and I just don't I – don't, I can't, I I can't think, give it I anymore. think
1: that Texas secondary is going to be good enough as bad as the Oklahoma offense has been.
0: I, is the Oklahoma defense, how are they going to stop in the run?
1: That's what the, Texas they are do. not what they were touted to be. I mean, okay. it, coming into the season, we all know that, what was it, Oklahoma two or three? There were two. Yeah, two. So everybody was really high on Oklahoma. They were the
0: most complete team.
1: They they appeared that way. Yep. And somehow their offense has regressed quite a bit. And I don't know if it's all on Spencer Rattler or not, because he's still putting up some pretty gaudy numbers. It just seems like either the receiver and the quarterback are not connecting, or, uh, or Rattler has just had a severe regression, which he hasn't, though, because his numbers are legitimate every week.
0: I think part of the issue is I don't I don't look at their box score every week, but the ones I have look like, I feel like they're just not running the ball as well as they normally
1: do. They definitely are not running the ball well.
0: That's probably a big part. Because, I mean, usually when you think about Oklahoma offense, I mean, it's deep passes and then breaking off 40-yard runs like every third place.
1: Yeah, because they've spread the defense out so much. Yeah. And they are unable to do that. And I don't know. This concept of defense that's really taken hold in college football this year, the 3-2-6 or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. That is wreaking havoc on a college football world that doesn't have any superstar quarterbacks in it.
0: Well, I we when I was in high school, we played the three three five because we weren't the most athletic, but we were you know disciplined and stuff. Uh, I've always thought the three three five was the future of football. I just don't think I didn't think that enough teams really tried it out. Um, the three two six. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Because uh, usually in a three-three-five, your third linebacker is usually a smaller guy. Um, so they're still roughly the same thing. But, yeah, just if you, especially if you can get pressure with three and not necessarily have to blitz every single play, I mean, that's hard to stop.
1: Yeah, uh, and it, it's wild how it works out because it always seems like this happens. Like there is a time and place where it seems like the offense is way ahead of the defense. Yep. And then every so many, like it seems like five to ten years, the defense catches up. So you can't tell if you have really good talent or not at quarterback and receiver, or if the defensive the defense has finally figured out how to stop these juggernaut offenses.
0: I do think it's a down year for quarterbacks overall. I do um, too. All right, who's the,
1: who would you say is the best quarterback in college football right now? I mean, it's Bryce Young or Matt Corral in right. my book. Uh, I guess uh, damage compared-
0: just shut down, Matt Corral.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I guess you could put McNamara from Michigan up there, but mm. I mean, there's a there's a few good quarterbacks. I, I just don't think that there's anywhere near the level of star power we've had in the past, especially right. five, six seasons.
0: Yeah, I mean, think about even two years ago. You had Tua, you had Burrow, you had Kyle Trask, you had. Um, Jake Paul. <laughs> uh I mean, I'm just struggling to think of any outside of the SEC,
1: but I mean there was a lot of good quarterbacks in twenty nineteen. JT Daniels at JT Daniels. USC. Uh I
0: mean,
1: he was really good his freshman year, but then he got hurt, oh, I guess his sophomore year. He got game? hurt I think
0: like the first game of his sophomore year.
1: Yeah. And I mean I think he's kind of proven to be very injury prone. Yeah.
0: Can't see yeah. that guy. All yeah. right, let's move on. Um, yeah, we'll go down. So, and this week's installment of Jared is happy, and Cordley Corey is strangely relieved. Cordley, Cordley.
1: Well, the first gauntlet, or the first game of the gauntlet, has been passed with flying colors for UGA. They absolutely dominated Arkansas, and it was a lot of fun to watch. The run game finally came alive. Like the offensive line. Was absolutely just caving, caving that Arkansas defensive line in, just pushing them around. It was crazy to watch. Um, I'm starting to get very worried about our QBs and wide receivers, though, as we get in. We're like going into this next three games, and we cannot get healthy. Everybody just seems like they're still hurt, and we're starting another a backup quarterback. Almost certainly this weekend, and I think we have like two or three freshmen and redshirt freshmen wide receivers starting. Uh, we do get we do to get Darnell Washington back, so that makes it a lot better, especially in the run game because he can collapse the end of these lines down and seal the edge. Um, but. I'm biased, but the I think Georgia looks like the most complete team right now, just based off that last performance. Um, I, I think Georgia will remain number two the rest of the year, unless Bama stumbles, which is not very likely at this point. Uh, and I guess the last part is we're going into Auburn, and I think we are far superior it, on paper. Like we look like another terrible matchup for. Uh, Auburn, but going to Jordan Hare, there's just some wild stuff that happens in that stadium, and we can definitely find a way to lose, especially when we look unbeatable. We did it in 2017, and uh, I think we did it or no, we won in 2019, but in 2017 we uh, absolutely got stomped like 42-17, to I think. So this is going to be Georgia's first true road test in two years. I just got to stay focused, and I'm just going to continue to enjoy just feeling very good about my team while I can. Because who knows when it'll change, but hopefully it's not soon. And with that, I give it to you, man. Uh,
0: I agree. I feel like I'll have looked better than Bama so far this year, but it's also a really bad year for the SEC West. Um, so they're not really going to get challenged. Uh, I mean, LSU's down. Texas A&M's down. I mean Arkansas, Auburn, and Arkansas and Auburn. Really, I guess you're in Ole Miss, but they already beat the crap out of Ole Miss.
1: Yeah, so, it, it doesn't look like anybody in the West is going to challenge Bama at this point at all. No, yeah,
0: no. Yeah. I mean, I guess it'll be kind of interesting to see if Arkansas can make it competitive, but I think it'll look very similar to the Auburn. I mean, the Arkansas Georgia game where Bama just steamrolls them. Yeah. You're really UGA's best bet to get to number one is for them to just go out and play like a crappy game against Arkansas and only win like 35 to 21 or something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could see them moving them at that point, but I just feel like I I don't. I just look at the first place votes every week and it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of love for UGA. And I think it's just.
0: It's crazy, though, because I mean, like, it'd be one thing. Yeah, I guess it's because the you know the quarterback is so much of a question, but y'all are just I mean, just dominating in every other phase of the game. Like I, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that that performance against Arkansas was that was wild to watch, man. I would have yeah. never thought that to happen. Yeah. Sorry, I, I kind of stole your moment there. <laughs> no, it's all right.
0: It's all right. Uh, so I am uh, strangely relieved the um, loss to Auburn pretty much is not the final nail in the coffin, but we're digging the grave for Ed Orgeron's stint at LSU. Um, I don't think he makes it the rest of the season. Uh, I hear a lot of rumblings that if he loses to Kentucky, they're going to fire him after that game. So I'll be interested to see if the AD has has the balls to do it. Um, The rumor is that once we lost to UCLA, the people that needed to know how much it was going to cost to buy out the rest of the coaching staff found out how much it was going to cost and they've been preparing for it. So we shall see how that goes. Um, I said it last week on the podcast, our inability to run the ball was going to cost us a game, uh, at least one. It happened this week. Uh, We had three possessions in the fourth quarter with the lead and called zero running plays. We didn't call a running play in the fourth quarter until we were losing. Uh, That's just... The less mile's tenure, I mean, the the Edwards run the last two years is just in a nutshell. He's just, he just doesn't know what he's doing. Um, I'll give it to the defense. The defense is still playing really well. They gave the offense every chance to win that game. Um, not being able to get next to the ground when he was scrambling around. Not ideal, uh, but they kept us in the game. I mean, you know, sometimes you get somebody gets that Johnny Manziel type performance where you just can't tackle him. I mean, there's not much you can do. With uh, offense, definitely did not give the defense enough help, especially in the second half. Come out hot in the first cla- first half, um, you know, first drive, Mexico seven for seven, we throw a touchdown, and then you know, once Auburn figured out what we were doing, they just shut us down because um, we can't run the ball. Uh, we settled for too many field goals, and the old cliches 100% correct. Uh, you keep settling for field goals, you're going to get beat. That's, that's what happened. Um, so now, that, you know, with everybody pretty much confirming that Ed Orgeron's not going to be our coach at the end of the year, uh, you fire up the big board of coaches you're looking at. Um, my personal big board, I make Kiffin tell you no first. Um, I'd probably call uh, Fickle up in Cincinnati, see if he's got any interest. He's never left Ohio, so that'll be interesting. Um, I wouldn't be 100% opposed to bringing back Dave Aranda. If you believe the rumors, he was doing all pretty much Ed's job in 2018 and 2019 anyways, so uh, why not give him a shot? Uh, Napier is also going to be a big name, you know, coach for Saban and Dabo, been successful at ULL, knows Louisiana schools and how to recruit Louisiana, offensive coach. I wouldn't be upset if we hired uh, Napier. And then, as far as the rest goes, we're not going to touch Ever Meyer. I don't really want Bill O'Brien. Um, so, Ross Dellinger has a pretty good bead on uh, what's going on at LSU. Uh, he said he was on a local radio show today. His comment was, they'll look at Jimbo. I'm sure Urban would have gotten a call before this weekend. They'll look at guys who stepped away, like a Bob Stoops or Chris Peterson. Big names like Luke Fickle, James Franklin, Lynn Kiffin, and then the next next level, Bill O'Brien, Billy Napier, Matt Campbell. So that's kind of where we're at. Uh,
1: yes, yeah, um, I saw Bill uh, Bill O'Brien's name in that hat. That was just like. Oh, I think man. it's because he no. did such a good
0: job with Penn State during their post-scandal fallout. That if things go really, really south for LSU with all the stuff we got pending, he'd be the guy who did steer the ship for a couple years if it doesn't work out we move on I guess that's the thought process
1: yeah uh I guess that's certainly a way to look at it I to me the one that stands out the most that I think would be probably the best fit I mean you'd love to have Kiffin or Fickle but I feel like Napier I, I I feel like he's a he could be a good get
0: I was really really high on Napier um I've kind of cooled off since then. I don't know why. Um, I guess my thing about Napier is it doesn't really fit what Woodward Scott Woodward, the AD, he wants to do. Because he was the guy who brought Chris Peterson to Washington when nobody ever thought he would leave Boise. He was the guy who brought Jimbo to Texas A&M. So he has a history of going after the big names. So I don't know if he would just settle on a Napier, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, either way, any which way you cut it, I mean, you got to feel good about in the sense that y'all are probably going to be the top job of the Ops. Oh, for game. sure.
0: We're 100%. Unless something crazy happens, like
1: well, the sheer fact
0: Riley or Ryan Day goes to the NFL, we're going to be the top job opening.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, for the sheer fact that U, U, USC still sits vacant, and they're not really... I mean, there's not any news of them doing interviews. I'm sure people have...
0: I mean, so I think I'm, it's early for them to be doing interviews, anyways. I mean, the season's not halfway over yet.
1: unless yeah, you're going for somebody
0: who's not even coaching right now. And I say He's,
1: interviews. I'm, I'm talking about like maybe phone calls, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've reached out to people, or they've reached out to agents to gauge interest. Well, um, and that's
1: and that's the thing. Like I've heard on several podcasts, they talk about agents basically yeah. openly saying like that that LSU job's probably going to be available. We should sit and wait. So, I mean, that just clearly says to me that that's going to be the best job on the market. Right. No, I mean,
0: we've won national championships with Les Miles and Ed Orgeron. Imagine what we can do with a competent coach.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if y'all had Elaine Kiffin or, I mean, if you got – I don't know how I feel about Jimbo Fisher.
0: I, I, I said this beginning of the year. I don't think his offense is good enough to win in modern college football. Yeah, he's been carried by his defense the last couple of years, especially this year. The only reason well, they win any games is because their defense.
1: Yeah, and I was gonna say, and you can see like there is a threshold that if you don't have a certain level of offense, it doesn't matter how good and strong that defense is; they can't. Oh can't yeah. compete like that, especially
0: in today's college football world.
1: Yeah, I mean, a couple of years. I mean,
0: early two thousand, early twenty tens. I mean, you can get away with a strong, just a strong running game and a good defense because games were ending at. 12-9 to 9 in a regular, you know, most of the time. I mean, just looking at some of the scores from this weekend, I mean, <clears throat> 59-33, 52-29, 52-13. I mean, you're just not going to win games 12-9 to 9 anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, some of the scores this weekend, like the Iowa game, that was pretty wild. We'll get to that later, but yeah. Yeah, Jimbo's got to figure out, his offense, because I don't think, even with the players he has in there... I well, don't... their
0: biggest issue on offense is the offensive line. Um, yeah. <laughs> and everybody
1: just assumed, they lost four starters. And everybody's right. just
0: like, oh, they're probably going to be fine on the offensive line. Uh, how can you just, like, assume that their offensive line is going to be good when they lose four starters?
1: Yeah, I mean, that that to me is always, unless you're in Alabama or a Georgia or somebody like maybe even OSU people that have stacked multiple top five draft classes. I mean, it's unheard of to just lose that many offensive linemen and then your offensive line be as good or even the
0: Bama offensive line. I mean, they signed the best offensive line recruiting class in the history of recruiting last year and their offensive line struggling. They've done that for three or four years. Yep. I mean, it's gotten better lately, but I mean,
1: well, you can tell, like, they're young for sure, but they've right. had a ton of turnover. It's just the fact that they still. Or can you, can work.
0: Like, you can be like LSU, they returned four out of five starters, and our offensive line is the biggest liability on the team.
1: Well, Clemson did the same thing, and they're going through the exact same thing. Like They, they can
0: rush it for more than 25 yards a game, though. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, but they can't block. <laughs> they can't protect.
0: They DJ don't block all. good.
1: They don't block good. They don't block good at all. <laughs> Hey,
0: All yeah. right, so let's, uh, let's move on to game reviews. Uh, full disclosure, I didn't watch a whole lot of football this weekend. Uh, I didn't really have time to catch up on highlights today, so my contributions will be pretty minimal. Uh, let's start with Michigan-Wisconsin. Uh,
1: Michigan just just kind of manhandled Wisconsin. Wisconsin, to me, has got to be the disappointment of the Big Ten. They,
0: they might be the biggest disappointment in college
1: football. They might, because... I think one of us, if not both of us, picked them as the.
0: I picked uh, them to win the Big Ten, Big Ten, and make the College Playoff. I
1: think I think mine was between them and Iowa, and I went with Iowa, and that Pick was our difference. Iowa. But, I mean, I would have thought for sure Wisconsin would have been one A to Iowa being one B type deal. Not, not potentially nah, the no, worst. To be a one, one and three. I mean, they are not good. Yeah. But Michigan, on the other hand, it looks like Harbaugh may have saved himself. Uh, I mean, there's still games to go. They still got to play Ohio State, but they are looking good. I mean, if
0: they lose lose an ugly game to Ohio State, I don't think it's enough.
1: Uh, I agree. He has to beat Ohio State, I think. I mean, if he loses in a nail-biter, I still don't think. I think he He has to to win it. He has to keep it close. I think he has to win it.
0: I think he has to keep it close, and he needs to be Penn State, Michigan State.
1: Yeah, I mean they got a rough. They've got a they've got a rough schedule. I would have to I would have to say I think the Big Ten is deeper than the SEC this year, as far as. Big Ten's the
0: strongest conference in football right now, for sure.
1: uh, Yeah, this year, hundred percent. I mean, I agree. And I'm an SEC guy, but I think clearly there are. Four teams in the SEC that are either, you know, elite or pretty dang good. And I don't think the bottom two, I mean, because I'm, I don't think, I think I, I mean, having Iowa, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State is a lot you stronger. Me,
0: if you told me to pick Michigan versus Arkansas on a neutral field right now, I couldn't tell you that pick. I mean, that's your, that's your third best team in the SEC. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah i I feel like. Do you feel confident
0: picking Arkansas over Michigan, Penn State, or Iowa right now?
1: I would pick Arkansas over Penn State, but I would not pick them over Michigan. And Michigan State, I think they would beat them as well.
0: I think Arkansas could beat Michigan State. I think we're at the point now where this Michigan State run it's going to come to an end very shortly.
1: I mean, it kind of has to, you think, because they seem very strong. Like they've gone from team. because
0: of all the chaos, they've gone from Cinderella story to top 10 team.
1: <laughs> yeah. But but I think they are the most one-dimensional of all the top 25. Yeah, teams. it's literally
0: just hand the ball off to the running back. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's a Heisman candidate, but their quarterback has not played horrible. But I mean, it just seems like they have one running back and that's it on offense. <laughs> so
0: Uh so probably I don't it, I guess this was the biggest game of the week, technically, because it was two top 10 teams.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, well, you had. I mean, I mean there was a Georgia. Target, uh, there was yeah. Georgia, Arkansas, Bama, Ole Miss, and then Cincinnati and Notre Dame. Those were like three. That was the three biggest games. And yeah. I guess you could make an argument for each of them. But I, I would have to agree with you. I think this was probably the biggest game because the way it played out.
0: If you are an SEC fan, Alabama versus Ole Miss because it's Kiffin versus Saban's the biggest of the three.
1: Yeah, uh, for sure. But to everybody
0: else, I think Cincinnati and Notre Dame is probably the biggest
1: game. I mean, and that's a fair argument. I just think that the Cincy Notre Dame game ended up having the biggest impact because oh yeah, it was the most they entertaining
0: were, out of the three. another two blowouts
1: ever, ever an argument for a Group of Five team to get into a playoff. It's Cincy with this win over Notre Dame, and they are but, probably going to run undefeated, but. I could still see them getting left out because their ske- schedule was pretty weak overall. I mean, they played like, like we've
0: talked about in the past, if there's a year a, power, I mean, a group of five team gets in, I feel like it's got to be this year.
1: Yeah, if it doesn't happen this year, it's not going to happen until So they year. do play
0: SMU. So if SMU is still undefeated by the time they play, and that's like the second to last week of the season, that would be a really big game. Because SMU yeah. will probably be at least top 15 by the end of the year.
1: Undefeated. Yeah, I mean they would totally have to be. And
0: that game alone might get them in if SMU's still
1: undefeated. What if SMU's undefeated and you've got a top five or top ten matchup between uh number four Cincinnati? That would that would be the Cherry on top of this season. (laughs) That would be wouldn't that be wild? Like number eight SMU, number four Four Cincinnati. (laughs) That would be insane. But that's this year. That's the way this year's going. Yeah, I but, mean Georgia and Alabama.
0: I mean you say that, but I mean 2007. It was number two Kansas versus like number one Missouri. Dude, that's, that's almost crazy. just as crazy.
1: That, that <laughs> yes, that I think that's why I think there's more turnover in this this year. But the insanity in the top ten of 2007, yeah. like what teams ended up being there, is what made that stand out. Yeah. But I think we have had. I mean. The top twenty-five changes so vastly week to week; it doesn't look anything like the preseason. No, they don't no, even no. look remotely the same.
0: Uh, Bama, Ole Miss. Um, I watched the first Ole Miss drive and I watched the first Bama drive, and I—I I mean, I didn't have great service, so I wasn't gonna—I didn't watch any more than that. But that told me everything I needed to know about this game. Uh, Kiffin came out and tried <laughs> to play ego ball, and it cost him big time.
1: Yeah, I mean. Granted, uh, I heard it said like they made those decisions a long time ago, and I'm sure they did as far as part of their game plan. But ooh,
0: you don't make a decision two weeks ago that you're going to go for it at fourth and three from your own twenty, whatever it was. I don't think it's quite
1: that specific. I'm meaning like they had the mentality going in. I don't think they had like a specific play or they talked about in the coaches meeting. I think Lane Kiffin had decided. We're going okay. for it. on our know, first I love the,
0: down. the first drive, all those fourth downs. I love going for them, but dude, you're in your own half of the field. You're already down seven nothing, yeah. like that. I mean, there's there's being ballsy and then being reckless, and that's
1: reckless. That was and it, it will, and you see the result. Yeah, you play What's stupid the games and so like, win stupid prizes. You I've been 100. I've four been 100% team
0: Kiffin this whole time. Like if if we fire Ed, bring in Kiffin. Between that. How he handled PTI calling him out, I mean, Kiffin, died. not a great week. For Kiffin.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's Kerb not- and
0: Meyer taking heat off of Kiffin. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Because that would probably be the story otherwise.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Bama, you know, does Bama things. Uh,
1: whatever. Yeah, they, they, and it is the most Bama thing ever. They nearly lose to Florida and then come right back to Ole Miss. And it just looks like the Alabama we've seen for years. Yeah. Which, as a Georgia fan, makes me. And, so and upset.
0: The, the funny thing is, you look at their <laughs> offensive numbers; they're not they're not that impressive. No, but I mean, I mean, it, it, Harrison, Yeah, he rushed for 171 yards. He ran the ball 36 times. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah that is a wild stat for a single back these days.
0: Uh, I mean, Bryce Young goes twenty for twenty-six for two forty-one. So I
1: mean, yeah, I mean he's throwing a lot of touchdowns, but I don't think he's quite the thrower that any of the previous four Alabama quarterbacks have been. He, um,
0: I think he has arm strength. I just don't think. I still think the offensive line. I think I don't think he feels comfortable in the
1: pocket yet. No, and I do think that offensive line for. Bama is probably the weakest it's been in a long time.
0: Yeah, for sure. But, I mean. Like, Mac Jones would have gotten killed behind the top of the line.
1: Yeah, because Mac Jones is a statue. He's. Yeah, he's not quick. Yeah, not at all. But, you know, Bama doing Bama things, for sure.
0: Uh, OSU Rutgers. I hope it was Rutgers to be able to keep it close, but Ohio State just blew them out. Wake up game for Ohio State, I guess.
1: Yeah, it looks like like you just said it looks like Ohio State has pulled a Bama and they've kind of found their footing in Rutgers. Well, they
0: do this every year. Well, usually it's it, they lose like a right. Thursday night game to Purdue and they just get the yeah. their teeth kicked down their throat. But they lose a the game pretty much
1: every year. Yeah, I mean you're right. They lose some stupid game and then go on to make the playoffs. And the same for Oklahoma. And you're just kind of waiting for Oklahoma to get that wake up call, and you're starting to wonder if that's just I mean that's yeah. just what you're going to get. Like, they might have a better game, but essentially what you've been seeing is all you're going to get. Yeah.
0: Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma versus Kansas State. As usual, Kansas State keeps it close, but Oklahoma ends up on it out. Yeah.
1: It makes you wonder just, like, how, how how, do these teams manage to do this over and over and over? Oklahoma played, like, from the highlights I watched. Oklahoma did not really – they looked horrible, but, I mean, they couldn't stop Kansas State. And, but, I mean, and, and they, of, figure, they figure out a way to win every time. That's all it is. It's just like yeah. there's nothing necessarily right or wrong about it. They just always – I mean, outside to, of the
0: Western Carolina game, all of their games have been pretty close this year.
1: Yeah, very close. Tulane, Nebraska, which I think Nebraska's kind of turning out to be a surprise team.
0: I, I'm not saying anything because I kind of hope it continues, but Nebraska looking not terrible for once.
1: Yeah, it's it's wild from their week one loss to where they are now.
0: Yeah, plus Illinois, who has like lost every game since.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Stanford <laughs> and
0: Oregon, we kind of talked about earlier. There's no reason Oregon loses that game. Um, yeah, and this I, is I guess this is part of the reason why I really didn't include um, Chris Ball on my you know coach wish list is because great recruiter, but he does this every year
1: just loses a completely meaningless game. I don't even understand how you end up. I mean, you beat Ohio State in the shoe. How is this game even close?
0: Jared, I mean, it's it's the first week of October, and the Pac-12 and the ACC almost effectively are both eliminated from the playoffs.
1: Yeah, the ACC at least has Wake Forest is undefeated, but I think we both but kind
0: you're, of... You're over here saying don't, you don't even... 13-0 Wake Forest doesn't even deserve to get in.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I, I mean, I... I don't know if I necessarily feel that that's true I just think that that happens like if they're undefeated I could be like well I mean there's no reason they shouldn't be in the playoffs but I guess how does their schedule stack up I don't know who all they played this year but I mean the ACC in in general is real bad
0: yeah uh, Kentucky
1: Florida uh, <laughs> Florida man what, what how how I mean, you play Alabama that close, and then how, how long they,
0: until Florida fans like fully turn on Dan Mullen?
1: I don't understand how they have it yet because
0: I mean, they kind of have.
1: They, I mean, they have, but not to the point to where you're hearing like his head on a platter. Like, the, I don't think it's reached that level. But it just seems like he can't do both. He can't be a great co- a coach and recruit well at the same time. One or the other. The fact that he's struggling to recruit a Florida, they're, so they're recruiting well on the
0: defense side of the ball.
1: Yeah. They're not recruiting
0: great on the offensive side of the ball. Like, it's Florida. <sighs> F- Fresno State, I mean, Florida State sucks.
1: I think Miami with that sucks. Yeah. I think with that argument, you could say the same for Florida like you can LSU. That is one of the premier jobs in the they're, land.
0: they realistically, without any Homerism at all, they're both top 10 jobs in America.
1: Yeah. Easily. Yeah, yeah, they are. You
0: probably the case that they're both top five. Yeah,
1: I mean, I would definitely agree with that on LSU. Florida, I hate them so much, but. <laughs> but, I mean, think about it. I mean, I mean
0: who, what were they? You're, right. you're right. You're right. Oklahoma or Ohio State. Oklahoma itself doesn't put out a lot of great talent. Yeah, they get Texas a lot, but you have, you could, if you can lock down the state of Florida, which will never happen, but even if you get, you know, half of the top ten in Florida, I mean, you are set.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, Florida's certainly a top-ten job, probably a top-five.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, Florida. uh, I mean, good for Kentucky. We play Kentucky this week. I think we lose, personally. I kind of hope we lose, just to see if the AD actually has the balls to fire Ed. I feel
1: sorry for Kentucky coming into Sanford though. Uh, That's not a good matchup for them.
0: No, it's really
1: not. I'm more worried about us going to Auburn now, but Kentucky doesn't look that great. Neither does Florida. And uh, it's Aldern. a down
0: year for the SEC in general. It,
1: it, yeah, it is. Um, and I think it uh, goes hand in hand with just a quarterback play. Yeah. Um, speaking of quarterback play, I, this is the one game I didn't see anything on was Oklahoma State and Baylor. Uh,
0: I didn't watch any of it either. I saw some highlights. Um,
1: who actually who did Who 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 did?
0: Oklahoma
1: State. Okay, so I will say this: I don't understand how Oklahoma State keeps winning because they are probably one of the most injured teams in the land. Like he shaved they, the mullet,
0: dude. You cut the mullet, and now it's it's time for serious business at Oklahoma State.
1: <laughs> I mean, but they are winning with <clears throat> freshmen and third string guys in some places. It's kind of wild, it's and I, you can't you can't measure grit. All I know is, is I've picked against them every single time they've been on Pick'Em and they've won. I'm not picking against them again.
0: Can't measure grit. Uh, Mississippi true. State versus Texas A&M. Texas A&M. <laughs> you called it. You LOL. Called
1: it. You called it, man. You called it the minute it happened.
0: I need, I need two more back-to-back losses and I'll be happy. Well, they're so, definitely
1: getting one of them. They're for sure, they ain't one.
0: Me, no. uh, That's going to be a bloodbath.
1: So, uh, the, one,
0: the one, like... Positive, like bright side thing in all of my miseries an LSU fan right now is that Florida and AM are just <laughs> as mad as we are. But Texas AM can't do anything about it because they just gave Jimbo a gigantic extension.
1: Oh, and right. I don't
0: know if Florida thinks they can do better than Dan Mullen.
1: Yeah, and that is a very good argument. I mean, who would you pick better? It's hard to say. Like if Dan Mullen just got people on his staff who could recruit, I think he could build a juggernaut down there at Florida. Yeah. He just can't seem to do that. And he does just wild stuff happens with Dan Mullen's teams, like just stuff that like the shoe, the shoe at LSU last year, like that that happens. Uh.
0: Dan Mullen, the number, the first number one coach in the college football playoff history.
1: It just makes no sense to me.
0: Uh, So yeah, I'm so happy. I mean, I don't cheer for Mississippi State very often. I got a lot of family with Mississippi State, yeah, but uh, just. Yeah, it warms my heart to see Texas A&M
1: lose. I always root for my fellow Bulldogs.
0: No doubt, true that. <laughs> uh, Arizona State, UCLA, I saw none of this. I don't even I know even one. Knew. I think Arizona State did.
1: I saw parts of the yeah, Iowa. Arizona game, yeah, Arizona State
0: did. They won by uh, 19 points.
1: Yeah, so that – yeah. The Pac-12 is just cannibalizing itself. It
0: happens every year, man. happens yeah. every year. Arizona State and Oregon
1: State, both 4-1. I What? May- <laughs>
0: So,
1: uh, and we, I think we both picked them to both be bottom of the pack. And that no, is... I think we,
0: we both kind of wanted to pick Arizona State as our surprise team, but they were going through the recruiting stuff, so we weren't sure. Yeah. Um, Fresno State, Hawaii, didn't watch any of this one either. Hawaii beats Fresno State. That's why it's on there. Um, Iowa, oh. Maryland. Iowa just blows out Maryland. And just, this, just rocks them.
1: Little baby Tua threw six interceptions and fumbled one away.
0: Sounds like his older brother. I mean, wow.
1: I mean... He, but he did played, he get
0: hurt?
1: No, he didn't get hurt. Well, then he's definitely but, not his older brother. But Maryland, who who did Maryland play last week? Because they did the exact same thing to the team last week that Hawaii, just, or I mean that uh, Iowa just did to them.
0: They played Kent State. And didn't they blow them out? Thirty-seven to sixteen. What game am I thinking of them? Probably the first game. Um. So, let's go into overachievers and underachievers week four. My overachievers, Iowa. Just talked about they blew out Maryland. Mississippi State. Uh, if I had a cowbell, started start ringing it right now. And uh, Cincinnati. I mean, a road win against a top ten team. That's huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: underachievers, Ole Miss. Just pathetic performance. Lane Kiffin got in his own head and psyched himself out. I don't really want to put Arkansas on here, but you got blanked in a top ten game. Yikes. Which, you know. Come for me. she's done that numerous times, so I know how it feels. Um, and it's then amazing. Oregon, there's no excuse to lose that game. I mean, there's just <laughs> no excuse.
1: <laughs> yeah, Oregon is. I think Oregon takes the cake uh, of underachiever of the week. Um, my overachievers this week, uh, I keep putting Michigan here. I'm getting to the point now where I'm just like, maybe I shouldn't. I, I I'm just basing everything off the entire Jim Harbaugh tenure. And they just seem to be outperforming everything that every expectation. And they just don't seem to have any different players. But somehow they're just worlds better. And I'm not sure what changed. Um, Tennessee kind of did the same thing as Michigan. Just absolutely lit the world on fire and beat Missouri 62 to 28. Uh, Out of nowhere, Tennessee just becomes an offensive juggernaut for a game. And then Kentucky beat Florida with defense. And I I don't feel like Kentucky's that good of a team, but here they are. They just keep winning. Uh, Underachiever, Florida. (laughs) I mean, they hang with Bama and lose by, what was it, a point or two points? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, it, It was three or something. Yeah, I think it was one or two points they'd lose to Bama and then turn right around and lose to Kentucky. Okay, Kentucky is certainly not on the same level as Bama. So I think that kind of comes down to the coaching staff. Like, you don't have a very good game plan in place if that happens, I, I think. Um, Notre Dame. I think this was just a matter of time for Notre Dame. They've got issues at quarterback. Seems like they got a really solid team everywhere else. But, I mean, they played all three quarterbacks against Cincy. That that just tells you all you need to know. They don't have a quarterback, and so they're going to end up dropping quite a bit. And then Texas A and M, oh, lol, Texas, that is the unfortunately the most overrated team of them. Them and Clemson are, are hanging out together as most overrated teams because they are just looking worse and worse. And Texas A and M, I think, is about to lose two more games in a row.
0: I think they can they can beat Missouri, but they're going to get curbed by Alabama.
1: Well, I thought they played Alabama.
0: No, they played Missouri after Alabama,
1: for sure. And But don't they have to play Is it in and Alabama and Ole Miss, like, back-to-back?
0: No, I think it's Ole Miss. I think it's Alabama and Missouri. Uh,
1: well, I'll look nope, that up. Go, go with your hot takes. I'll look it up. All right. Hot takes of the week. Uh, Pac-12 will not field the playoff team, which I don't think is that much of a hot take anymore. It, it's just – almost a it's matter a of fact. fact. <laughs> it's just a matter of fact because not only do they not have an undefeated team, they just keep beating each other so that there's almost no way a Pac-12 team is getting in. A Pac-12 team is getting in. Um, I've kind of hinted to this earlier in the podcast, but I think that Wake Forest is going to go undefeated, win the ACC, and not make playoffs. Um, I hate it for him, but I think that's what's going to go down. Um, my other one, I think Urban Meyer is going to be USC's next head coach. I think he's going to ultimately end up there despite all this going on. A little time will go by. Things will cool down. He'll get hired there, I think. Um, and this is my truly bold claim that I'm not sure. It's either going to age amazingly or like it's the sourest of milks. Uh, Michigan is going to go undefeated. They're going to finally be OSU and make the college football playoff to save Jim Harbaugh's job. That is my ultimate hot take. Right, uh, we'll find out very soon. Very soon how true that is.
0: So they play... Uh, Texas A&M plays Bama, then they play Mizzou, then they play South Carolina, then they play Auburn. South Carolina and Auburn are both at home. Mizzou is on the road.
1: Okay, well they're definitely losing one more game.
0: I would love for the lsu tex a m game this year to be for last place in the SEC West. The loser gets last place.
1: Ooh, it might happen.
0: It's, it's, a, it's a high possibility. Yeah. Um, my hot takes, uh, Cincinnati will make the playoff. I don't really think it's that big of a hot take. I think they deserve to make the playoff. Whether it happens or not, we'll see. I agree. I agree. Um, LSU loses to Kentucky and Ed is fired before the Florida game. Um, yeah. It could happen. It'll be interesting
1: to see. If he loses to Kentucky, I I, I, 100% agree with you that happens. Yeah.
0: Um, I think we see two more ranked teams lose to unranked teams this weekend. Uh, There are four games between a ranked team and an unranked team, and I think two, I don't know which two, but I feel like we can see upsets. Uh, So the four games are Nebraska-Michigan, Rutgers-Michigan State, Notre Dame-Virginia Tech, and Stanford-Arizona
1: State. And the two that stand out to me the most is that Nebraska, Michigan, and Rutgers, Michigan State. I'd say Rutgers, Michigan State, and I feel like Stanford Arizona State. Yeah, I mean that one's easily. But honestly, I mean all. the only one that would be like a
0: legitimate shock to me would be Nebraska. Michigan. I can see the other three. Sure.
1: I, I don't understand Nebraska. I don't understand how they lose that first game and then have looked the way they've looked the rest of the way. Uh, they lost to Oklahoma as well, but. Those two losses, and they've looked pretty darn good the rest of the week. I mean, and, and maybe that's just because they're so much better than I thought they were. Um, I still think Scott Frost is getting tanked at the end of the year.
0: I don't know, man. If,
1: I mean, maybe if not. He can win,
0: if he can make a bowl game and win a decent bowl game, who else, I mean, what's the rest of the schedule like? Um, so let's go ahead and kick over to week six previews. We got the Red River Shootout. Uh, We both picked Texas
1: for this one. Yep, yep. I think Texas is going to expose Oklahoma's issues. I don't think Oklahoma's going to figure it out. Uh, They might figure it out later, but they're not going to figure it out this weekend.
0: Um, Arkansas versus Ole Miss. I think I picked Ole Miss.
1: I picked Ole Miss as well. I picked Ole Miss. But I think it's kind of, the opposite of what just happened to them versus Georgia. I think this offense is going to be too much for Arkansas.
0: Yeah, I think so too. They're not going to be able to do what they did at Texas A and m just rush three because get a pressure.
1: I think Arkansas is probably going to run all over Ole Miss. But I don't think they're going to be able to keep up in a scoring yeah. match. Yeah.
0: I agree. Um Georgia versus Auburn, I think we're both picking Georgia. i probably just go ahead and move on.
1: Yep. <clears throat> Um, don't want to talk about that voodoo game. It's <laughs> so snake. Wake
0: Forest versus Syracuse. This is actually another one that I didn't add to the list. Wake Forest is, is ranked, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. So, yeah, so I, I'm sticking with Wake Forest. I haven't watched a single Deacon game this year, but they're undefeated, so I'm, I'm going to roll with them.
1: Yeah, and Syracuse looks exceptionally terrible, so I'm going to roll with Wake Forest as well.
0: Um, BYU versus Boise State. I've gone a record. I think BYU goes undefeated. Same. That's another team we could add to the hypothetical playoff scenario. Oh, yeah, that what do you is. do
1: with an undefeated BYU? Yeah, Notre dame light undefeated. Undefeated. Um, yeah, I got BYU in that one.
0: Penn State well. versus Iowa. I picked Iowa.
1: I, I picked, Iowa like
0: as well. yeah, you picked Iowa as well. This, I, that should be a very entertaining
1: game. To me, the spread is not... I think Iowa is much better than Penn State. <laughs> Where's this game being played at?
0: I think it's at Iowa. Yeah, um, it's I actually think, gone. It's actually gone down. It's only a point and a
1: half now. I, I think Iowa wins two touchdowns. I don't really? think I don't think Penn State is as good as everyone seems to think they are. Like and I'm not trying to hate on Penn State. I just they were at home with the whiteout and they struggled with Auburn. And at best, I feel like Auburn is middle of the pack SEC. Yeah, I,
0: mean,
1: I get that, a, uh, and. I, I do, however, think Iowa is pretty much the best team in the big Ten. Yeah. I um, feel pretty confident in that. yeah, especially after what they did to Maryland. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll have that kind of scoring game against Penn State. but I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it was a two touchdown game for Iowa. So
0: we were talking about Nebraska. I went up ahead went ahead and looked at the rest of the schedule. Um, so we'll include this. That's one of the paper games we'll talk about it now. Uh, I picked Michigan just to go ahead and get that out of the way. Okay. Um, they play Michigan. Then they play Minnesota. Then they play Purdue. Then they play Ohio State. Then they play Wisconsin, and then they play Iowa. So really, they need to beat Wisconsin to avoid having a losing season.
1: Yeah. Which is you, that's rough. Do you, do you think that's enough to keep Scott Frost? Six good? and six?
0: I don't know, man. Six and six is tough.
1: I mean, they had a tough schedule. I mean, they should
0: have beat Illinois first off. Uh, yeah. And then they could have beat Michigan I don't know, man. It's, it's tough.
1: It wouldn't surprise me at all if Nebraska ended up down the road beating Ohio State or something just ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, so the next pick-em
0: game is Washington State versus Oregon State. I think at the Abbey, Oregon State.
1: Wait. Uh, you jumped from Michigan, Nebraska to where?
0: Oh, right above it, Oregon Sabers,
1: Washington State. Oh, I see, I see. Um, yeah, I first of all, I picked Michigan in the last one as well. Oregon State, I'm going to pick them. Um, I don't think Washington State's very good this year at all. No, Oregon they're. State's four. They're four and one.
0: Yep. Uh, Notre Dame versus Virginia Tech. I picked Notre Dame. It wouldn't shock me if Virginia Tech wins this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think this is a pick'em game. Uh, it is. A big game. No, I mean like as far as oh, yeah, betting, yeah. like it doesn't matter. Like I'll uh, pick, I'll pick, I'll pick Botek then just to keep it.
0: There. I may, I may switch it. Actually, I'm switching right now. Live, my first ever live
1: podcast switch. I will switch to Virginia Tech. All right, well then I'll stick with Notre Dame then.
0: Uh, LSU versus Kentucky. I'm picking Kentucky. I don't think LSU wins this game.
1: Yeah, I'm picking <laughs> Kentucky too, man. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I, I said last week if LSU's favorite, I'll pick LSU. If they're not favorite this week. I ain't picking
1: them. Yeah, and I, I think the team. I hate to say, if this one of the situation where you might see some seniors start folding it in for the year. Oh, we don't have a ton of seniors. Uh, but I think I mean Derek Stingley's done. I think he went ahead and elected to have that surgery because it's just like oh no point for he, sure.
0: Well, the thing is, like the seniors that we have left, a lot of them. I mean, those are the guys that should probably be replaced <laughs> anyways. Our yeah. center is a senior and he's not good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, our offensive line, yeah. I so think the words, defensive guys will play because I think the defensive guys believe in Durante Jones and they'll want to yeah. do it for him. Well, um, and
1: also I guess a lot of these seniors probably I – mean,
0: It'll be interesting game. to see what the team, how the team responds if they fire Ed. Yeah. If they actually like – I don't know I don't know how much better they can get, but it'll be interesting to see how they respond for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, either way, we're both picking Kentucky.
0: Uh, extra games to pick, uh, Ohio State versus Maryland. Uh, Ohio State's a 21-point favorite. Uh, I would pick Ohio probably, State, but I don't yeah. know
1: if it'll be that big a spread though. I wouldn't pick the cover.
0: Depends on which two a little two
1: it shows up. Yeah. Uh if it's six pick, if it's six pick two, I'm not
0: <laughs> uh Michigan State versus Rutgers. Uh this is another game that I think Rutgers probably has a chance.
1: yeah um, I'm, I'm picking Michigan State, but I also you know i totally could see this be end of the run for me This isn't a State. pick 'em
0: game, gimme Rutgers.
1: You're going Rutgers? I'm, I, going I, I'm team State upset,
0: it. baby. I'm team upset. Uh, right. Bama versus AM. Bama. This is another game that's a ranked team versus an unranked team, but AM has zero chance to win this game.
1: Yeah, and the 17.5 point spread is not enough. Alabama Yeah, well, The only great. reason it's
0: not more is because it's at Field.
1: Yeah, well, I don't. it's not going to matter. Bama sure. is going to absolutely destroy this team. The defense is going to hold on for the first quarter to half, and then yeah. it's just going to be exhausted. And
0: then the regular season Super Bowl, we'll have oh. 0-6 UConn versus O and five UMass. So <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, UConn is favored somehow in the game. Uh, UConn is yeah, the, the three and a half point favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it is UMass. So I am gonna pick I, UMass. The game is at two thirty on Saturday. I am gonna watch the whole thing. I might even put it in the main. I mean put it as the main game.
1: Dude, maybe that can be something we do next week. Let's let's break well, down the game of the week, and let's just go ahead and call that game of the well, week. So I, think, I think what fast. we should start doing for the rest of the year is we
0: should pick the worst game, and like we actually like that's the game that we like take notes on, and like actually like really break. That's gonna, but that'll add like fifteen minutes to the podcast. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. it would be we, hilarious it, though. It would be great. Uh, it, it would
0: be, be great. We're gonna sure. see the
1: wildest of college football
0: <laughs> on these games. Uh, so that wraps it up with the football portion of the show. Um, even though neither of us watch much college football, we still did about an hour, so it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, right on schedule.
0: Um, so random topics for this week. Uh, number one, you can have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life. What is it?
1: Ooh, I'm going to have to pick... I mean, are there any rules, necessarily? Or is it just any? I mean, like, don't say money, obviously. Well, because that was exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, no, was like, gold coins.
0: Yeah. Not anything, higher- like, not anything that you can take to a bank and just give them to give you money. Or money in general.
1: <sighs> I, uh, do you have, do you have something? Because I'm...
0: I've been thinking about this all day, and there's only one answer that I've come up with, and I don't even feel like it's a good answer. Uh, but I'll, I'll say toilet paper. What? Because have you ever been? If you <laughs> I don't know, it's a bad answer, but I was just, this is this is this is what I keep thinking of. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to, you know, take a number two, only to find out that you have no toilet paper? Yeah. Isn't, yeah. Is isn't that like one of the worst feelings of all time?
1: No, I feel because, like it is. Well, it might be for you. I I would just use a leaf. So
0: you're gonna you're gonna pull your pants up to your knees, waddle out to your. Well, see, I don't have leaves either, so that's that's a deal breaker for me because <laughs> I live in a state where it's either ninety five or thirty. Um, so you're gonna waddle outside, pick up a leaf, like paper towel. Oh you oh, see?
1: oh oh! I immediately I put myself in the position of I'm camping. No, only time not, ever... you don't
0: camp 24-7, Jared, obviously, because you're, like you're, you're recording a your podcast right now.
1: <laughs> but I was more thinking of, like, what would be a scenario where I ran out of toilet paper? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's a terrible answer, but it's, it's the only thing I can think of.
1: Um, I, honestly, I mean, god dang. The first thing that keeps coming to my mind over and over, which is Probably dumber than toilet paper is Chick Fil A chicken nuggets. <laughs> what about oranges, Jared? Uh, you or know, buttered toast. Buttered toast, man. Uh, give me all the buttered toast. I don't know. Uh maybe you know I what? I to pay for dog food.
0: So I never had to pay for dog food ever again.
1: I uh, see, that's thinking practical. Yeah, um, it's I, so I, expensive when you, you have three
0: fifty-pound dogs.
1: I'll say, um, I don't, I don't know, man. This, this is why I'm never going to be rich. I'm not creative enough to think of something.
0: <laughs> All right, um, so I'm going with dog food. Jared's going oh, with a uh, chick- Chick-fil-A chicken <laughs> 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 Oh, by the way, I had Bojangles for the first time in my life uh, yeah. in North Carolina. It was pretty good. It's, it's pretty like good, a, it? it's like a King's for people. I mean, not Kanes. It's like a Popeyes for people not from Louisiana.
1: Yeah, exactly
0: that's the closest thing and the the bow sauce is pretty dang delicious
1: yep bow sauce is great
0: uh okay next question (laughs) zombie apocalypse is coming
1: who are the three people you want in your team? um okay so again another rule (laughs) are we talking like
0: real characters not fictional
1: okay like real people real people uh, do you have to know these people, or can you just select any three human beings? That I right? mean,
0: I think it's funnier if people know the names that you're selecting, but if you're just going to pick, like, your three best friends, I and mean, go for it.
1: No, no. I was going to say, like, um, like maybe, I don't know. Okay, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I'm trying to think. All right, um, like an, an MMA fighter of some type. Give me
0: the mountain from Game of Thrones?
1: Yeah. Solid choice.
0: Uh, give me I'm trying to think of who's like a really good shooter. Keanu Reeves. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um So funny. And I want somebody funny to like Zach. make light of things. Zach Galifianakis.
1: If Mitch Hedberg was still alive,
0: give him Mitch Hedberg. Oh, He's not f- alive.
1: I got the corpse of Mitch Hedberg, just so you can use it? I don't him. want to drag okay. that around. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I would give say... Give me Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham? Yeah. So the okay. mountain from Game of Thrones, Keanu Reeves, and Bo Burnham. All right, I'm going to take Dave Chappelle. Okay. Jocko Willinks. I don't know who that is. Uh, Jocko's like a ex-Navy uh, SEAL. He does a lot of podcasts. He's like a real famous dude. Okay. So I'll let him be the defense. Um, and then maybe I'll take. I don't know. Just give me the Hulk. That's not, not a real person. Here. Hulk Hogan. You want Mark? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. I mean, I think I would just kind of laugh to see him try to run away at this point.
0: <laughs> Dude, he can not move him very quick. He's had yeah. like 90 back surgeries. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> last question. Um, you have to sing karaoke. Which song do you pick?
1: Um, something by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Other side, other side by the Chili Peppers. I'd right. deal with that. So this
0: is kind of a trick question because uh, one unknown fact you may not know about me. Is I used to do karaoke like every Sunday at uh when I was worked in the service industry. The one of the few places that was open on Sundays always did karaoke, so I can do oh. um Ice Ice Baby and Forgot About Dre without looking at the lyrics. <laughs> That's I, can, awesome.
1: I, I, can just, I can just roll, I can just stroll the crowd with the microphone. Hey, you still know me, still the same old G. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did
0: Ice Ice Baby for Liz and her family when we were in Alaska.
1: Dude, that is hilarious.
0: Uh, and I've, done, I've done Forgot About Dre full 20 times. Uh,
1: the My only claim to th- fame in regards to karaoke is my very last night in Japan. I was too intoxicated to be allowed into a karaoke bar before I left. So. Nice. <laughs> they, they took one look at us and was like, no. No.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's podcast. Uh, don't forget to go check the socials Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Reddit page, all that good stuff. Um, that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, Adam is short. And go, Tigers.
1: Yep. And, uh, well, I'll say the same thing. I'll see you all next week. Go, Dogs. Later. Later.